What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. If they show Johan's Butcher Shop one more time, she may go vegan. It's the one and only <laughs> Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And I will never go vegan, I'll tell you that. This Pro- protein's important, but the Butcher Shop... Oh, gotta go. Or it, he gotta get some refrigerations. It wouldn't be half bad of a promotion if there was something to promote. Like, we want this business to, to succeed, and, and this is killer promotion. That would be my first stop if we went to the DR and said, let me check out this butcher shop. Let's get some meat. But Oh, for sure. If you're staying at an all-inclusive hotel, you're going to go and get some meat. Well, shake Johan's hand. I would not shake that hand. Like he was touching all the freaking meat without any gloves. Say hello to Danielle. Get some tips, some beauty tips. But they're not doing Johan's Butcher Shop any favors by continually showing the flies and the room temperature meats. Not good. Not ideal. Not ideal. It's not ideal. I thought this episode, for some reason, it went by quickly. It flew by. I enjoyed it. I think for one reason in particular, which we can talk about. But overall, I don't feel like much happened, but I enjoyed watching it. Maybe. I mean, we're getting somewhere. We're getting to the countries. We get to know a few more people. I liked it. I think it's because it's so early in the season that just seeing these unfamiliar faces is entertaining enough. When you Mm -hmm. get to episode seven, episode eight, you're like, all right, the... The excitement of new people has worn off and you need to bring a story. You need to deliver some drama. But right now, I'm just happy to see Chris. Like, I just want to see Chris, right? I'm happy to see Gabe. It's just a new, fresh face. And hopefully, these storylines will really deliver. But right now, I'm I'm having a good time. And we did have the break last week for that sporting event. I felt like we haven't podcasted this for years. I think, yeah. <laughs> for remember, years. It's, it's been a long time, but I'm, I'm happy to be back talking about a new a new yeah, season. Yeah, new it's good. I think it's going to be good because new people who this, there is no, no one at all besides Johan and Danielle, but they've only been on one season, so it's still like fresh. There is still a lot to unpack. Fresh, unlike that meat. Oh my gosh. Which is quickly spoiling. I... I know that some of you guys said, well, this is how it's done in different countries. I said that. You said that too. But how healthy is it? How healthy it actually is? I think you need to be accustomed to eating that way. I think if we went there, we would spend the rest of our vacation on the toilet. For for the locals, I just think that, you know, their body has built. Yeah, up. but it's I don't think it's good to keep your meat like this. Uh, you, you, you keep your meat how you want. They're going to keep their meat how they want. And yeah. I hope they have good toilets because I'm sure there is a diarrhea everywhere. <laughs> um, I was going to say something else, I think, and, and then I forgot. Um, but we'll we'll share all of our thoughts when we get into the meat of the episode, Teresa. You see what I did there? Uh-huh, the uh-huh. meat of the episode. Uh, before we do, a couple exciting things. First and foremost, we got a hot collab coming up. Yes! A hot, a hot collaboration coming up with none other than... Meredith and Jack Constant of Constant Reality Check. Check them out. If you have not, it's a brother and sister duo. I think some people think they are together romantically. And maybe they are. Who knows? That could be Jesus. a that could be a reality show of its own. It's funny because I was one of those people. So I was like, okay, someone else is doing what we're doing. And then I found out. I'm like, all right, people. 
No, let's, that's the, let's cough. That's the best thing and the wildest thing about this podcast community is there are so many reality TV show podcasts, but somehow they're all different. It's yeah, I love it. I love it. An international couple. And a married couple. A married couple. Gay friends. Shout out to Maddie and Poodle. Brother and sister. Shout out to Meredith and Jack. Yeah, I, I love it because I feel like each relationship's bring different perspective. I feel like what you and I discuss and we bring our experience from our marriage, right? They have a different perspective and sure. they have a different point of view as siblings. So I'm super excited to call up. Yes. <laughs> like I, I don't know what that was. <laughs> I was deciding whether I should say collab or collaborate. Yeah. And that's why I said call up. Yeah, it's going to be a cool lab. It is going to be, be a cool lab. Cool we're, we're talking about... Perfect Match? Is that the name of the show? Oh, my gosh. We decided to watch it. was like, oh, let's see. It's a new show. Some familiar faces from all these reality TVs from Netflix. Hooked. I'm no. hooked. I'm binging this thing. You guys binging know, it hard. You guys know we have zero time in our schedules to just watch anything superfluous. But we said, hey, we're going to collab with Jack and Meredith and... We're going to do this show. So, okay, we'll watch the first episode. We're going to talk about the first episode. We watched the first episode. And then we watched the second and the third and the fourth. <laughs> because I don't know what it is. There's there's nothing to this show, but there's absolutely something to this show. It's the people. Like, I, I'm always fascinated by the personalities. And I think for these shows on Netflix, it's a little different. I think 90 is interesting because those are very, very ordinary or extraordinary people yeah. with the international international love interests, right? But I think the show helps them. Like financially helps them, maybe the visa helps them to get a little out there. I think a lot of these shows on Netflix with Americans, they I think a lot of these young, good looking Americans, they just want the followers. They want to be Insta famous, right? Oh, that's all they but, have but, is their looks. Yeah, but I'm saying like, then you bring all of these into the house and they are not trying to get married really, even though they're saying they do. They're just trying to be wild. They're trying to get more followers. And get more followers. And that's why they do these crazy things. Right. And I'm here for it. I don't right. even think that most 90 days are just genuine people who are trying to bring the foreigners over and it is expensive and it's difficult, right? So they're saying, let's get on TV, get some money out of it, and maybe some visibility, and maybe it will make the whole process a little easier for us, right? Sure. I do truly believe that. But, woo, these couples on Netflix, it's a whole other level of crazy. Well, save your thoughts, Teresa, because we will be chatting about it at length with Constant Reality Check. It'll be dropping, I believe, sometime this week. I think maybe a Wednesday or Thursday drop. Yeah. Stay tuned. You guys will want to follow us on Instagram at Marriage Pod because that way you'll know. We'll post about it. You guys will see as soon as we drop it. So follow us on Instagram at Marriage Pod. You'll also find our memes there, other news, scheduling, and most importantly, you can message with us there. Yes. Oh, you just reminded me of something. I was thinking about it. I'm like, what? You're right. Like this episode was like somehow good, but nothing happened. And then you just reminded Daddy. me of it. Daddy. Yes. <laughs> and it's like, we'll get there. But I just, I found her fascinating. Uh, yeah. I'm fascinated also, by where's, Debbie. Where's my fan? Because I need to start fanning myself like Debbie. You always complain about how hot it is in this or how cold it is in this mm-hmm. apartment. I complain you complain how, to, how hot well, it we'll, is. We'll keep, we'll keep the AC at a, at a decent temperature if I have a fan and I can just fan myself like 
like Young Debbie over here. I used to have that fan. All right. Not a fan like, of it anymore. It was my grandma had had it on display. Oh, boy. And I used to like grab it and right. I was playing that I'm a fancy lady from no the 17th century. <laughs> fancy. Fancy. Get it. Oh. Uh, at Mary Reality Pod on Instagram. <laughs> also, guys, check out the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mary Reality. We are in the thick of our favorite show over there, Darcy and Stacey. Woo! Those sisters, woo, do they deliver. This Always. past episode had Deb and Raina, so you know the wine was flowing. It was a doozy. It was a boozy. It was a good time. We're covering it on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Mary Reality. Our Cousins Club gets the audio only. Our Family Affair gets the audio, and they can watch us in the flesh. Well, not in the flesh, but on the screen where we film ourselves recording this podcast so you can see how into it we get. You can see how cold Teresa is when we film and how covered up in blankets she is. Yeah, and you can see me complain. Patreon.com slash Reality. We did Love is Blind after the altar. We recapped that for all of our tears, video and audio. It's a good time over there. Patreon.com slash Reality. Also, just make sure you're following the podcast right here, right now, wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. That way, when we drop Collapse, that way, when we drop special episodes, you don't have to think about it. It comes right to your device. It's so easy to follow. You just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as... And I really had to think about this one because there were a few really hard things. It's got to be hard to top smash it as hot as Johan's meat because... <laughs> That was one of your best. Well, let, let me go with this one. Smash it like it's his head. Here's the boop pillows. Woo, all right. Pretty good, right? Yeah, we'll was, talk about My other thing was like Deb's art collection because I was kind of vibing it. Or Deb's not, art. That was like, not hot. That was, that, was, uh, that was quite a collection. Right? But uh, Oh, look at that. But as hot as the boob pillows, where do you buy it? Amazon? That's nah, a it, website. Is it the Colombian Amazon? I think there's a website for that. For boob pillows? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, I'm like, I feel like I would be bothered by the nipple. I thought like it would like go in, into mm. your ear. It was like sticking out. It was like a beret. Oh, hello. We'll talk about that, too. <laughs> so smash it like it's as hot as those boob pillows. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, what are you waiting for? I think you know how you feel about us by now. So please, you can rate, you can review. If you leave a five-star review and if you write something, we'll read it. We'll read it right here on this podcast like I'm about to do right now, Teresa. Do it. I got a review. I'd do like it, Jonathan. This comes to us from our friend Liza Noel. Hello, Li- Liza Noel. Yeah, two two names, Liza Noel. Liza? Eliza or Liza? L-I-Z-A. So it's Eliza. L-I-Z-A. No, oh, Liza. Yeah, Liza. Liza Noel. It's like Liza. Papa Noel. Excuse me? Isn't it Papa Noel? Isn't that a fancy name for a Santa Claus? Oh, I don't know what you say in your country. <laughs> um, Yashishik? Excuse me? We don't have Santa. You know that. I don't know what you're saying over there. Papa Noel? We say Chris Kringle. We say what? Santa Claus. Who's Chris Kringle? Well, Santa Claus. No, he's not. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Papa Noel? I mean, that makes sense. Noel, Noel's. Right? That's what I, isn't that like a song that says, Papa Noel? No? Christmas song? See what you started, Liza. <laughs> Anyways. Liza Noelli. Um, five stars. Titled Best 90 Day Podcast. Indeed. Thank you. They write, <laughs> I used to look forward to Sundays for 90 Day. But now I look forward to Mondays to listen to you guys. Love listening to both of you, but I'm a little jealous. Wish my husband would watch with me. You guys are amazing. Thank you for making my Mondays a little brighter. 
Love it. And you just just take over the remote control. Just hide it. And just, yeah, he's going to watch it with you. Pop on that 90 day. <laughs> I'm telling you, all these guys want to pretend they don't watch 90. They don't like 90. Oh, they do. Oh, they do. I'll, I'll tell you, I have a first-hand experience, and not with John, with some friends from work. I'm telling you, they all watch it, and they always say, oh, your wife had it on last night. Oh, you're stupid. <laughs> and they just go on and on, and I'm like, dudes, you watch it. You watch it, and you like it. Yeah. Uh, if, if for no other reason than attractive foreign women. I mean, that's the reason I started watching Theresa. Really? No, but, you know, I have a thing for those foreigners. Do you? No, you're <laughs> the only one. Anyways, Liza. It better be. I, I don't know you want to start that whole thing with rating <laughs> each other like on the maps podcast. 10, 10 out of, 11 out of 10, Theresa. Good. 11 out of 10 over here. Someone learned a yes. lesson. Yes. Um, thank you, Liza. That's a beautiful review. Beautiful and review. Yeah, thank you. Hopefully you can get your husband to, to tune in. Yeah. Just hide the remote. Threaten him that you're not going to cook for him. Take the batteries out of the remote. Hide the remote. Uh, promise other favors. I feel like it's only going to take him one episode to watch and he's going to be hooked. And I hope, because this this review came in a little while ago. You know, we're catching up and thank you guys for leaving them. And I'm, I'm glad we have a bunch to go through. But I would say start at the beginning of a season. Mm. And, and so maybe I hope you guys start at the beginning of the other way or go back and start with season one. That's what I did with Teresa. She had never seen 90 Day. No. And, and I said, well, we got to start from the beginning then, Teresa. Yeah, but this is like back in 2016. So Yeah, we only had to go back like two episodes. Yeah. Or two seasons. Two seasons. Sorry. Anyway, that is the housekeeping. Woo! Lots of, lots of cover. Let's do it. Let's get into a little 90 day, by the way. All right. We have a few. I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see which one you picked because yes. we had some sad news. We had mm. some interesting yeah. news. Which one are you going to go uh, with? I'm going to straddle the line. I'm going to do a little bit of both. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I don't want to go too sad. Okay. All right. This is, this is an uplifting podcast. I think people tune in to get their mind off mm-hmm. of, of the sadness of, in the world. And mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. number one. Okay. By the way, number one, the other week we talked about the alleged 90-day filming that was happening at a resort in Florida. Yes. Okay. Thanks to a confidential source, we have more information on this topic. Okay. <laughs> John is so proud of that. I'm so proud of, <laughs> so proud of my confidential source. All right. It has been confirmed. 90-day is filming for a bit of a spinoff. And according to our source, it involves Molly and Kelly, Asuelu and Kalani, Big Ed and Liz, Jovi and Yara, Angela and Michael via Zoom. Yeah. Okay? They're going to be living together in a resort for two weeks. And here's kind of a little twist. It's not all fun and games, Teresa. There's going to be a counselor there that is helping them through their relationship issues. So everyone's going to be in the resort and poor Michael's going to be <laughs> on Zoom. Yes. Um, so it's basically like, think of it like how I'm thinking of it is, tell-all part five because remember mm. this past tell-all was all the couples hanging out drama was being stirred now it's tell-all part five but with a counselor interesting especially because there have been some rumors about molly and kelly okay well th- i'm glad you brought that up because here's here's the interesting twist no pun intended and this doesn't come well actually maybe this does come to us from our source molly and kelly replaced Colt and Vanessa who couldn't go because of Colt's accident. Uh, Remember Colt's accident? Yeah. Okay. 
It turns out this is the part that didn't come from our source. The accident happened during a scene they were filming where they were on a trampoline. <laughs> I don't know if this was on like an OnlyFans scene they were filming or a 90 day scene they were filming, but apparently they were on a trampoline. Colt maybe got double bounced or something. I don't How know. How could he get double bounced? Maybe he double bounced. Why would Colt go on a trampoline? But that's the thing. So this was this was on Vanessa's Instagram. Jeez. She's saying. <laughs> I don't want to laugh. I, I just know because he got pretty bad. Yeah, up. but I just pictured Colt on a trampoline. <laughs> yeah. Um. So apparently the injury took place on the trampoline while they were filming. And Vanessa was so appalled by the way production handled everything. They're swearing off 90 day. They're saying we are no longer going to do anything 90 day related. What? Yeah. That's unfortunate. Although I'm Not sure really. some. Yeah, I think they just got everything out of it that they could have. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it's for the best if they want to have a normal relationship ever and now Colt fixing his leg. That's probably for the best. We'll see. It'll be interesting if Debbie sticks around the world. Well, I also saw some rumors and I sent it to you on Instagram, but I don't know if you saw it. That Not Vanessa. Larissa may Mm. or may not be coming back to the 90 day universe. Really? She posted something and then she deleted it. So I kind of like glanced at it. Sometimes I don't, you know, because when people post 59 posts, I get to the point I'm just like, boom, 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 boom. I don't read. And I was like, wait a minute. And so I don't know if I'm correct or not, guys, Colin, but she may or may not. She may or may not be coming back to the 90-day world. I don't know. She says I don't a lot know. of shit. Yeah, but I also feel like there was some rumors that maybe that's not the truth. I don't know, guys. This is why you don't do by the way. This is why I don't do if, by if the way. by the way was your section, you'd be like, by the way, number one, maybe, maybe okay. I heard somewhere. I also, the grapevine. I also saw something about her talking shit about 90 Day. I have confidential sources. I just want to say through. Yes, you do. I just go on Instagram and, <laughs> and, and half read posts. I, I half read posts and then I share what I think I know. So please sharing. don't trust me. Yeah, don't trust Teresa. <laughs> Barely trust me, but don't trust Teresa. <laughs> All right, that's number one. Number two, speaking of Molly. So the Malia and Cynthia fallout, it's heating up. We yeah. discussed this a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. They broke up, whatever you want to call it. They, their friendship has come to an end. Their pillow talking time has come mm-hmm. to an end. Their podcast has come to an end. Their business relationship has come to an end. So we, we reported on this a little bit ago. And now there's more information coming out. According to In Touch, Malia is suing Cynthia. Good, because Cynthia is a moron. Cynthia is an absolute moron. Um Molly is suing her over the business because apparently Cynthia has started another company that competes yeah. with with their joint mm. venture, right? So Molly wants Cynthia to make a declaration that, yes, I'm a member of Live Ray, Libby Ray, Lingerie, and she put a temporary restraining order on her. She's got damages. She's She's putting attorney fees and other monetary relief against her. In this in this suit. And yes, because the claim is that Cynthia started this competing business, taking client information, harassing employees and all this even after a cease and desist letter was filed. So Cynthia, to be fair, Cynthia has denied, has disputed these claims. Mm. But that's the word on the street. Who knows what's going on? But I don't know. I like Molly. I'm Team Molly. Cynthia is a moron. If I had I to think choose, I had to go. I'd go Molly. I think it's good that Molly said bye bye to Cynthia. But Molly's personal and professional life is kind of spiraling, right? She just split with Kelly. 
That's what we heard, but they're filming. Well, this is weeks or months. Well, that's not that far. That's not like, I don't know. Maybe this was the last, the Hail Mary. I feel bad for her if that's true, if that the business and Kelly is like. The filming was like a month ago. Yeah, that's what I thought. The split. I think it was like a week yeah. or two ago. So I guess the counseling didn't work well. I guess it didn't work well. I don't know, guys. I don't know. We'll but find out. But also, maybe they were split and then TLC came knocking because mm. of Colts double bounce. And <laughs> and they were like, well, I guess we'll one last try for the cameras, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, guys. Trace, I'm sure know. we'll know. And I'll probably half read about it on Instagram and Probably make something up for you, but then we'll have John who's going to. I'm a real journalist over here. Yeah. Who's going to. I'm just, I'm just a fan. Listen, I'm. I know. I'm you a, are. I'm a fluffer. I'm a fan. I just do what I do. And then I rely on you to actually set things straight. <laughs> All right. Well, you're ready to fluff. You're ready to do Always some master fluff. fluffing over here. Let's do it. The reason we're here. Let's talk about it. Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, season four. Episode three. Yes. Let's start with one of my favorite couples. I mean, there's no sleeper couples this season so far. Good. They're all pretty, pretty good. Good. Uh, Danielle and Johan, I thought were like stars of Love and Paradise. Mm -hmm. And they're kind of falling to the bottom of the season because there's so many other interesting couples. Yes, but they're not because she's becoming nuts. Crazy. I think if we're going to have a sleeper couple, if I have to guess, I think it's going to be Jen and Rishi. Because it's going to be uh, could be the Jenny same old, and Summit yeah. 2.0. We'll I see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's, it's, it's worse. It's, I think it's worse than Jenny and Summit. But let's, so not, far so good. let's not jump the gun. Let's start with Chris and, and Jamie. Chris looks like a, a walking laundry basket. I don't understand what... Is she wearing on the plane? What is going on? I, if she was sitting next to me, I would be so freaked out. I would probably ask the flight attendant if I can switch seats. And I don't want to sit next to this crazy person. It, yeah, it's a lot to take in. It's a lot. That's not the in-flight entertainment I'm looking for. Absolutely not. And I've seen crazy people at the airports. I've seen Angela traveling with 59 carry-ons. I don't know how they allow her on the plane. But what in the world? Is she wearing? We talk on this podcast a lot about first impressions. Chris is making a first impression that I don't know you want to make, right? When when she meets Jamie for the first time, this is what she chose to present. Well, I actually was glad that there is a part of me that I have a feeling that maybe that weird headband she was wearing on the plane was to keep her hair in a way so mm. that she could just like release it. Because <laughs> luckily she didn't wear it when she met Jamie, right? Fair enough. But my thing is like, okay, she meets Jamie, they hug, they kiss, and kiss, I'm like, make out, Teresa. Like, okay, Chris, you're moving to Colombia. When I go on a vacation, I get my hair done. I think a lot of I ladies know. do. When you move somewhere, like, you don't know what the situation is going to be like. Dude, get your hair done. And if anything, get it at CVS and just dye the grays. You were clocking those grays. I was too. And I don't want to say it. I'm glad you brought it up, Teresa. Because they're only 10 years apart, which isn't that crazy, right? Yeah. We're going we're gonna to meet Debbie, who I-, I Oh, I love Debbie. This is, now, this is an age gap. We're 10 years apart here. Chris looks like Jamie's mom. Like when they embrace at the airport, it looks like mother-daughter- Seeing each other. And and Chris does look like one of those moms who kisses their children on the lips. Yeah. And that's what we see. It's like a mom and a daughter making Man, out. I, 
Chris, I think Chris is going to be the nut of the season. She's out of control. I mean, she's going to give Debbie a run for her money. But, but I have a I have a guess about her because I was thinking about it. I'm like, why would someone like her move to Colombia? There is no freaking way. Like, she has so many issues. She is from a small town, Alabama, which doesn't scream like, wow, YOLO, I'm going to just get out there and do something this radical. Not just traveling, just moving elsewhere, right? I think it's take some balls, especially when you're older and you have kids, you have you have a house, like you have things you're leaving behind, right? Sure. And then here's my, you, you ready for my, for my thought on this? I'm bracing myself over here. Well, part of me, like, yes, I think she's gay and it probably wasn't accepted. So she was looking elsewhere, but she has all these issues, right? All these issues that require a lot of meds. Narcolepsy. You know, well, yeah, but you know that medication is way cheaper Ooh. everywhere else. Socialize. I think that's why she moved to Colombia so she can keep her <laughs> things control. under control. That's a hot take. Teresa. It is a hot take, but I, don't think that's it. Some, I was reading and some people go to Mexico to pick up their medications and it's way cheaper for them to do that than getting it in the United States. That's a, that's a hot take. I don't, I don't think you make it 40 years, I guess, maybe I was going to say, I don't think you go 40 years and then go, you know what, it's getting expensive. But. I'm not saying that I think she's into Jamie. I think she wants to try to make it work. But I think the fact that she's leaving the U.S. is because it, she can't handle the bills. That's such a hot take. Maybe, I don't know, what else requires the medication? All of it. Like she I haven't said seen something, her medical records. Well, we, we saw the previews. She said eventually she won't be able to turn her head. Uh, her neck's getting stiff. She needs a ton of medications for that. She'll need the surgery. Like she has a lot of issues. And I feel like maybe that's why she goes like, shit, I can't handle it here because let's be honest, drugs are freaking expensive in the US. It's not like this in many other countries. Yeah. And that's why she was like, well, instead of bringing Jamie here and I would have another expense... How about I go there, try to rent this apartment or rent this house I have in Alabama, kind of get some sort of an income, get cheaper meds, learn Spanish. I don't know. I like it. If she was from <laughs> if she was from L.A. or New York, I would say that's a great thought. I think weighing more on her than the price of meds is her is her town is her social circle judging her. I think society is a big reason that she's escaping. But the, the price of medication, yeah, that could be. I think if she was openly gay for the past several years, lives in a small town, I'm, I'm sure they probably know. And listen, we live in the 21st century. It should be accepted everywhere, right? Yeah. But I, I'm really trying to think about the meds. Like, I like it. Colin, I want to hear Colin, your thoughts. Guys, Colin, guys. Colin. Like um, here's what I think. I don't see romance i don't see a connection they're in the cab and they're both like it's incredible this is better than i expected to me maybe it's nerves i don't know it feels very awkward uh-huh i don't see a spark i see uncomfortableness yeah i think jay i think jamie probably i don't know what jamie expected but i think she's realizing that chris is not as spontaneous and wild as she maybe portrayed herself to be i think she's a little more careful Okay, I think it's too early to judge that. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know. I, I just think maybe, yeah, maybe it's just they're in shock. I can't believe it. This is the first time I'm meeting you. We've talked online for so long. I'm, I'm just meeting you and we start the clock because we're getting married in nine days. I think that's definitely it. But it just seemed 
a little less than natural, I'll say. Again, they've been in an online relationship for over a year and it's now you're in person. You probably smell from the plane, like all kinds of things. <laughs> no, I think she did a Darcy dash. Oh, she did a little, a little bit of a Darcy dash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um. you, I, I feel like it must be a little awkward. So let's give them a pass. But they get to the apartment. And so we learned that Jamie did have an apartment, but it was too small. And Chris wants an American kitchen. And at first I was like, oh boy, here we go. Chris wanting the big apartment, the fancy stuff, and going to make Jamie pay for it. No. No, Chris. At least Because this was going to be another Danielle and Johan situation. Oh my then, gosh. Of like, Danielle wants this, but going to make Johan pay for it. No, at least Chris said, here's the budget. Here's what I'm looking for. The issue is that Jamie went $100 over the budget. Which sounds a little silly, but if you if it adds up, it's twelve hundred a year, especially if she doesn't have a job. Well, it depends what the budget was. If the budget's four hundred and you go to five hundred, that's a lot. Yeah. If you go if the budget's two thousand and you go to twenty one hundred, that's not that big of a difference. Sure, but still at the end of the year Sure it adds up. Twelve hundred. Sure it adds up. So we check this place out. It it looks like the aftermath of a six-year-old girl's birthday party in there when they yeah, walk in. But it looks like a nice apartment, like a nice building. The apartment modern. looked nice. The, yeah. the kitchen, it was perfect. That's what that's what Chris wanted, yeah. the chef's kitchen. You look at this place, and then you look at Chris's place in Alabama. I know. It was like burned down. Very different. <laughs> I think, again, like Chris wants to live a nicer life, maybe a little cheaper life. Sure. I think, yeah, she's she's getting what she's looking for. This place is nice. We see the two big boob pillows. Loved it. I've heard of boobs being like pillows. I've never heard of pillows being like boobs. I thought it was but funny that Jamie did that. I thought it was a nice touch. <laughs> I, yeah. I would expect that in like Ron Jeremy's apartment, not Jamie's apartment. I thought it was funny. Really? It was a little tacky. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it was a little They're tacky. like first time kind of a... I don't want to say first time lesbians, but first time being openly, especially Chris, being openly gay without any judgment, so right? okay. having a real girlfriend or a fiance. And let's let's emphasize the fact that we're lesbians and let's put some boobs on the bed. I like boobs. Can I put them on the bed? No. So see, because it's kind of weird. It's not. I just would be bothered by the nipple. I think it would tickle my ear. <laughs> also, it doesn't go with our vibe. You make the bed every single day. It's your task. You True. know that it doesn't go with It our doesn't go with vibe. that vibe. They had a 12-year-old's birthday party in the living room and then an after-hours club in the bedroom. Well, they have no furniture besides the bed. And Jamie said, I was waiting for Chris to get it together so it feels like home. Okay. So I think a walk, what's a better welcome gift for your girlfriend or fiancé than two boobs? There you go. If anything, it does show that Jamie's got a quirky personality, too. Because right yeah. now we go, uh-oh, Chris is a lot. Oh, my gosh. Chris is, Chris is a little wild. Jamie seems a little more put together. But then you see the boob pillows, and you go, you know what? Maybe they're on the same page here. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see this relationship go or work or not work because, uh, I don't know. I don't know. 
know about Chris. <laughs> Chris, uh, Chris, Chris reminds Jamie of her narcolepsy again and warns her, you know, I might kick you in my sleep. Things happen. Doesn't like they're going to get much sleep tonight, though, because Jamie comes out in her lingerie. Then Chris comes out in whatever that is. Her lingerie. Oh, her lingerie. It's her Alabama lingerie. Okay. I mean, she looked like <laughs> she looked like the stripper who takes the stage right before closing. Okay. I don't know what to say. So, okay. <laughs> it was sure. a lot. It was a lot to see at 8.15 on a Sunday night. That's all I'll say. Well, that's what she thought Jamie would want to see. So, YOLO. You do you, Chris. YOLO, ladies. You do you, Chris. Um, or Jamie. Moving on. Moving on. I think before we move on, I think let's take a little break. I really? Like we, okay. I, mean, I feel like we talked a lot in the eh, upfront. There was a lot eh, to get through. And eh. What? You, sure. Let's take a break. I think we should take a break. Let's when take we, a break. When we come back, we'll, we'll talk about Jen and Rishi, all right? Yep. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. That's a Czech way to say it. Say it again. Jonathan. You know it. That's how I say it in Hebrew. Do you? Jonathan. 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 No, I know. Yeah. Jonathan. That's me. All right. Hello, Teresa. Hello. Hello. Are you ready to talk about Jen and Rishi? I couldn't be more. I couldn't be more ready, Teresa. Um, here's the irony of this situation. Jen is gonna bring her mom's wedding dress from like the seventies. Yeah. Right. Rishi's mom. Doesn't even know about Jen. Mm. You see the irony there? It's like, not only does my family know, I'm, I'm bringing my mom's wedding dress. Just and, in case. And Rishi's like, well, don't even talk about my mom. Well, Rishi's mom has no idea and she's trying to set him up with a lady from the village. It's like, oh, there is um, a confirmation <sighs> about an available lady came from the village. <laughs> I'm like, but she's she's showing it on the smartphone. Sure, I will I show thought, us. I found it funny because it's like it sounds like oh they live in a different century, right? Oh, it's probably uh, I would think that the pigeon or an owl oh. brought brought a letter with sure. a drawing of this woman. Okay, and it's, it's on a smartphone. Someone just snap a pic. I was like, hey, available chick. It's basically the village next the village next to the, the city. Like, how how about that? It's basically mom just going through Tinder and oh being like, gosh. how about this one? Should we go left or right? No, how about this one? Should we go left or right? Show us. I want to see who we're talking about. I want to see too, but Rishi's just like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh -huh, I got it. Got it, got it, got it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not saying anything, really, right? Yeah. Because, of course, there is Jen who's on the plane or about to get on the plane to fly all the way to India to be with him. Well, not really be with him. <laughs> We learned that they're not even going to stay together in the same apartment. Well, it's because he lives with his parents or with his mom and an uncle and a sister and a cousin. True. And 59 family members. They don't know about Jen. Very true. I mean, and here's where I go. This could be wilder than Jenny and Samit. Oh. Because Jen's a bigger secret than Jenny. Jenny at least lived. Jenny lived oh. with Samit. Jenny lived with the summit before, but summit lived with his ex-wife. He kept bouncing around. Remember that apartment that they lived before they bought the house? Oh, I remember. House. I remember the <laughs> When the whole family came and discovered Jenny. Yeah. Summit didn't live there. No, he I lived there occasionally. Well aware, but at least Summit's parents knew about Jenny. Were friends with like Jenny was a friend of the family. Yeah. Jen is a secret. 
to the family. Yeah, it might be wild because mom, they're all like having some dinner or hanging out. And mom was saying, well, Rishi, you should get married soon. Like, I need some help. I need some other <laughs> woman to take over all this cooking and cleaning. We, we need a daughter. I need a daughter-in-law. Sign me up. Do you see mom. Jen doing all that? Oh, hell no. I don't know. Maybe. I see Jen being married to Rishi, maybe taking care of him. I don't see Jen cleaning the whole freaking house every no. single day and cooking not, Indian food for everyone. Not taking care of six people. No. No. So, yeah, Jen gets to the airport. She says her goodbyes. Shout out to her documents folder because she she's a woman after your own heart. She was carrying a little trapper keeper you got with, it. Her, with her travel documents like you do. You got to keep it organized because when you get to the immigration, they don't have time to wait for you. Mm-mm. No, she knows what she's doing. So she finally gets to India. Rishi's not there. Which I was like, where is he? And so then we learned that Rishi lives six hours away from Delhi. 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 Yeah. Delhi is what Pipple says in every song. Delhi. Yeah. Like and the deli. Like you go to the deli. I thought it was Delhi, but sure. Dali is an artist. Salvador Dali. Yeah. Okay. Six hours away from Delhi, and he, I guess he didn't want to come. Uh, to me, that's BS. That's that's such BS. Go on a freaking getaway, spend <laughs> the night there together, or the right. Your one chance to be alone yeah. in a hotel, and you can Well, it's six hours. Okay. Well, how long was her flight? Because it had to have been yeah. longer than six hours. I'm also surprised. How is she gonna get there? Six hours right. in a cab. That's going to be expensive. Maybe, Six hours on the bus. Oh, my gosh. Maybe production will take her. Maybe. Well, she'll need to get there somehow. Yeah. So she lands and she's going to go to this hotel and spend a night by herself, yeah. kind of rest up. She's tired. She gets to the hotel and she jumps on the bed in her plain clothes. Yeah. Uh, That's the worst. I think, That's I think the worst you and I are extra sensitive because of who we are. A clean We're Clean people? freaks. Clean freaks, but yeah, it's a, it's a big no no. I would honestly, this is not hyperbolic. This is the God's honest truth. I would rather eat Johan's meat than get in bed with the clothes that I was wearing on an international flight mm. and then sleep in that bed. I would not. I would not. I wouldn't do either. Like I would not eat the meat. I would not wear that clothes in in a bed. Okay. Well, I would just not. To eat your own. I would not. All right. All right. So I guess they'll see each other next time if she gets there somehow. She somehow gets there. Yeah. But this could be a two episode journey from the hotel to Rishi's. I just wonder what does Rishi's family think the cameras are doing there? I don't know. Right. Maybe, maybe just documenting his fabulous hair. I don't oh. know. Because he's the only one who has long hair in the, in the village true. or in yeah. the town. Yeah. Very true. All right. That is Jen and Rishi. Next, Gabe and Isabel. Let's talk about Isabel having some drugs with Samuel and Matteo. Let's talk about these positive influences. I don't think people should regret much in life. You do you. Everyone makes mistakes. I think a face tattoo you're going to regret. No matter yeah. who you are, no matter how cool you are, whether you're a celebrity or a rock star, doesn't matter. When you hit 79 and you still have a face full of tattoos, I think you're going to go, that was a that was a mistake. I guess. But again, you do you. You do you. I just hope that you do it and you're 
job allows it or like you do it knowing that it's not going to affect what you do for a living because it's a big part of your lifestyle. It's a big part of your lifestyle. It was it was probably okay during the pandemic when you had a mask on and you thought, hey, well, we're wearing masks. It's covering up the face tattoo. You go to work. Nobody cares. Pandemic comes to an end. You got to take the mask off and people go, what? I think, like if you're a tattoo artist, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, that's actually probably, the, yeah, show your you, work. If you're a rapper, it's, just, it's cool. No, you're not going to. No. Rapper is actually probably the worst. Really? Yeah, because how long is that career going to last? You're going to uh, be 38 and now you have a face tattoo. True. I mean, the last Super Bowl when we watched Dr. Dre mm-hmm. and 50 Cent sure. and Eminem and all these grandpas yeah. on the stage. I guess they're probably happy they don't have face tattoos. I think, I think you're right. The the tattoo artist is probably the only profession where, or not even the profession, the only the only time that it's actually good to have. Because I remember when we went to get our tattoo in Amsterdam, I started to panic. It's like, does this guy even have tattoos? Like, I couldn't see. <laughs> he was wearing like a hoodie, and I didn't see any tattoos on him. I was like, he doesn't even have tattoos. He's going to tattoo us. Then I think he rolled up his sleeves and we saw. But yeah, if he had a couple face tattoos, I'd be like, this guy takes his job seriously. Yeah, This guy's fully committed to his profession. So maybe that's what Mateo does. Maybe Mateo's a tattoo artist. If nothing else, he's a matchmaker. Because these two, Samuel and and Mateo. Well, Samuel is the matchmaker. Samuel, okay, is the person who introduced Isabel to Gabe. Yes. And apparently, I don't know how they met. Because so... Samuel and Matteo are a gay couple, right? They're friends yes. with Isabel. Yes. And they somehow met Gabe, but they didn't know that Gabe was trans. I couldn't track either, and I was hoping you could. And this is the problem with Discovery Plus screwing us, is we don't have the luxury of, like, going back and watching and figuring it out. So we're left wondering how in the world did Samuel and Gabe happen upon each other and just become BFFs? And Samuel's like, oh, yeah, I just invited him into the friend group. So I have a feeling that maybe Gabe is one of those people who goes to a new city and tries to find friends or look up some groups or... Mm, maybe right? a group, yeah. And so that's how he met Samuel. And Samuel and Matthew, they've been friends with Isabel for a few years so then they somehow brought them all together. Yes. But then Samuel was like, yeah, I was shocked when you told me, Isabel, that Gabe is trans because he looks like a man. And I'm like, so he was your friend first, but you didn't know. But Gabe is very open about it. Don't Let's well, not forget that Gabe is very open about being trans. It's, it's on social media. He's not hiding it, right? Sure. So I guess they were just kind of friends, friends like, oh, oh, you're new in the city. I'll take you out with my friends, kind of a friend. I don't think you necessarily disclose that personal information with just, I'm going to say they're acquaintances. They're not best friends. They, they're they from different countries. Who knows how long they knew each other for. He didn't disclose it to Isabel until they were about to get physical, I feel like. Yeah, but then, as he always says, it's his journey is on his social media. All you need to sure. do is to go to his Instagram and you'll know. So it's not like he's hiding it or anything. He's no. very open about it. He's not hiding it, but he's not promoting it in person. Like they're not going out for drinks. He's like, hey, by the way, I'm transgender. I guess. I think it, it comes out more naturally in over time. And so Isabel was the one to share. And she's going to go on to share some more information. Yeah, because the guys want to know about a sexy time. The guys want to know. 
what it's like down there. So apparently, it looks the same as um, every other penis. It doesn't look the same. It's perfect. It's They're, perfect. It's clinically perfect. It's Everything incredible. is perfect. Isabel can stimulate him, and the orgasm is the same as her last relationships. Yes. She isn't sure how it works for Gabe, and she doesn't. She hasn't asked him yet. Right. I don't think, and I don't know, not a doctor here. Don't want anyone to be confused. But I don't think he could impregnate her. I don't no. think he just has semen. I don't think so. Right. Not not a doctor either. So no. But anyways, it's really great. It's everything she ever needed. Yeah. Her daughter knows she's older. Her sure. son doesn't because he's younger. Correct. And her parents don't know. And I think Definitely that's gonna be the drama of the season. Right. That's what Mateo and Samuel say. They're like, well, what if your family finds out and Isabel says, well, my mom, she's easier to deal with. My dad, he's a little more conservative. He's very reserved and that might be difficult. So that's, yeah, that I'm sure is where the drama. Yes. And in. then we see Gabe just heading straight to Colombia. Monica driving him in her scrubs. I'm wondering if she's a nurse or a pet doctor. She might be a vet. Vet, thank you. Maybe a vet, maybe a nurse, maybe I think a she's doctor. A nurse or, or a vet or a pet nurse. Could be a pet nurse. Could be could be front of house at at a doctor's office. A lot of times you go to the doctor's office and and the front of house will wear scrubs. Yeah. The receptionist will wear scrubs. Could yeah. be yeah. Could be uh, any number of things. Could be any number, but she's wearing scrubs, dropping Gabe off at the airport. Right. Saying I'll miss you. Come back if uh, if it sucks. This time the scrubs were not on the passenger's side. What? Shout out to TLC. I don't get it. You don't get that scrubs reference. No. No Is it like the show Scrubs? No, I don't want no Scrubs. The Scrubs is the guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out the passenger side of his best friend's ride, trying to holler at me. Oh, TLC. Oh, TLC. T right. Boss Left Eye in Chile. TLC Waterfalls. Waterfalls. There you go. You got My it. My favorite song. All right. Wouldn't be a Married to Reality podcast if we didn't sing at least once on it. All right. You ready? Oh, You're sorry. ready for this? This is going to be your shit show. Be more ready for this one. All right. Nicole and Mahmoud. Shout out to Harold's bear shirt, first and foremost. Oh, that's what I said. Shout out to Harold. Father Harold's bear shirt. I said dad loves bears. Not sure where Nicole got her fashion sense from after looking at <laughs> Wanda and Harold over here because she can dress. I mean, Wanda and Harold are from Idaho. I don't consider I nothing against Idaho. But we love there, Idaho. Done that. Love no, the no, 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 no. Idaho has not a been there, done that kind of state. Idaho has been there, want to go back kind of state. What do you mean? You're like been there, done that. Like been there, don't need to experience that. Idaho is beautiful. It is beautiful. Yes, I'd love to go back. Yeah, I would probably move to Montana if I had to choose. All right. But all right. all our, the su- our rafting guide lives in Idaho. Yeah, because it's cheaper in Wyoming. All right, well. And it's right next to all it. Right. Get on the Patreon. Loved all those silos for potatoes. Sure. <laughs> and guys, if John had a silo, he would fill it with pickles. We were driving <laughs> from, where were we, Yellowstone? No, we were no. driving from Bozeman, Bozeman to Grand Teton. To Jackson Hole. Yes. <laughs> and we were passing all these beautiful silos. And we started to say, well, what would be in the silo if it was up to you? What would be in the silo if it was up to you? And I just said I would fill mine with pickles. <laughs> What's so wrong with that? 
such a good snack, healthy snack. I love it. I'm I'm gonna keep my silo a silo. Sure. Because uh, it wasn't legal. Wait, you're gonna keep it a what? I'm gonna keep it. Isn't it like a silo? Isn't it a saying that something is silo? It's like <laughs> let's not talk on about the, it. No, on the down low. You're really? keeping your silo on the down low? Oh, okay. I'm keeping my silo on the down low. All right. I thought I thought I had such a good saying, like, let's keep the silo in the silo. No? Mm. Okay. Silo on the down low because my silo was filled with something illegal that goes hand in hand with pickles. Does it? Yes. I'm very confused. You, you don't remember what I filled my silo with? No, maybe I was partaking too much in what it was filled with. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think you're making it sound worse than... It's not. Oh, all right. Well, it's legal in some states. There you go. That's where the silo would be. <laughs> It'd be a silo in Colorado. All right. So Harold's there. Juan is there. Harold has some concerns. Yeah. He, he doesn't know anything about Egypt or Mahmoud. And I love that he just said it because I think a lot of dads or a lot of people would be like, oh, yeah, Egypt, like all these people, like, oh. No, he's going to scam you. That is like, I straight up don't know anything about Egypt. Sure. I loved it. Be honest. Well, uh, I mean, he's got concerns, which is not really the way to go about things. You should say, oh, I don't know anything about it. Let me learn. Not, I don't know anything about Egypt. I'm concerned. Like, learn then. Instead of just, be, he was like, y'all, she's moving somewhere. and She can't even get any help. When she, she's going to be miles away from the bug out shelter. She'll be with our supplies. And, and this is not how I raised her. Listen, if I was Harold and Wanda, I would be very nervous letting Nicole move moved to a different country because Nicole's very pretty, but Nicole's out of her mind. Like she, I think that there is a part of her that kind of is in sync with reality, but most of her mind is just floating elsewhere. She found her way to, to your silo there, Teresa. Yeah, she's, uh, she's out of control. <laughs> she's going she's gonna to stand out like, like Nicole in Egypt. There's just not even... Oh, uh, my gosh. She's just going to be... She's going to stand out like Nicole in Egypt. What do you mean stand out like Nicole in... She's in Nicole in Egypt. That's what I'm saying. There's not even anything that remotely can compare to how much she's going to stand out. Oh, like Nicole in Morocco. Nope. Not like Nicole in Egypt. I'm saying there's nothing comparable. Like, oh, she's a, she's going to stick out like a sore thumb. No, she's going to uh, stick out like Nicole in Egypt. I gotcha now. Yeah, she's definitely going to be... Like, first of all, there are no pretty blonde girls living in Egypt because that's just not the Well, time. I'm sure there are, Teresa. Well, now Nicole. I'm sure there's probably two others. Well, maybe, maybe. So oh, someone who's never been to Egypt. You dye your hair, but. Come again? Well, maybe some people dyed their hair. You think Nicole's going to be the only blonde person who lives in Egypt? Oh, uh, well, definitely around. Like, she's going to be, she's going to be standing out quite a bit. Yeah, she's going to stick out like tourists. Nicole in Egypt. Okay, you see tourists. Okay. But. She's not going to be hanging out with tourists. She's going to be hanging out with the locals. She's going to stand out quite a bit. Well, that's why she's got to cover her hair. Also, I'm giving her two weeks. Tops. Um, I'll give her the season. I think she'll last the yeah, season. That's going to be the season. Two okay. weeks, she's going to be out of there. <laughs> Fair enough. Because Nicole does not want to go there. She does not want to live there. She does not like Egypt yet. She's giving her a mini cooper to her parents, packing up the apartment, leaving everything in the storage room and going there. And I'm like, what? Wait a minute. What, Nicole? And I feel bad for her parents because they were like, well, we learned that she got married on Facebook. This flashback of the wedding was horrible. She, they crashed someone else's wedding in Egypt. 
It became like a two for one. <laughs> and then she's married. And Harold's like, so you're saying you want to be a Muslim? And she's like, no, I am Muslim. I, I converted. And then, okay, this is what I'm saying. Like, she lives in a la-la land. Because she's like, well, it, it sounded like the mus- being, being a Muslim, <laughs> they're very, um, what's the word? Um, very faithful. This, uh, very faithful. And I loved it. I love a faithful man. So I converted. And then I learned everything else that I have yeah. to do or can and cannot do. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah, there's, ah! a more, there's a little more that goes into it. Uh, there's dietary restrictions and fashion mandates. Uh, not really as easy as I thought it was going to be. Also about being faithful, I'm pretty sure they can take multiple wives. How, how well, about that? Faith, that's still faithful. Well, that's the thing, but that's faithful for their culture. Is that faithful I think, I don't for, know, a, is, for a Westerner? Is that how, what are you really going to accept it? Like, okay, he's faithful to me and three other ladies. Is that what she meant by faithful? I think I thought she just meant like, oh, it was the faith. Like, I thought faithful. The, I thought she just meant he's not going to be cheating on her. You could be right. I just understood it. I was like, well, all I have to do is just believe in the faith. Got to have faith. Shout out to George Michaels. Shout out to Limp Bizkit. We've already reached our one song quota, so I won't sing those. But she was like, you just got to have faith. And then she realized, well, no, there's actually more than just believing. There's actual things I have to do. And that's where she was like, I'm drawing the line. Now. Yes. And so she's, she's like, yeah, living there before was a hell. I had to leave. I had to leave. Yeah, yet I'm what? moving back there. Time to go back. But I dare him to tell me what to wear. I, and she then she's like, I will never, ever, ever, never, ever cover my hair again. Ever, ever. It's like, Nicole, but that's their culture. Mm-hmm. You're married to the guy. You are a Muslim. You literally are all of it. You need to do it out of respect. Absolutely. Otherwise, don't move there. Sure. And again, let's not forget that they tried to get a spousal visa for him to come. They did? To the States. And then, yeah. And then it, it fell apart. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were going to have. I missed that. I think on the first episode, that's where we learned he was going to come this way. It fell apart. And then, because the whole time we were like, well, why doesn't he just come to America? Yeah, I don't know. I missed that. But whatever it is, for better or for worse, she's going to Egypt. And I'm here for it. I'm glad you are. Because I, I, I'm I, very, very curious to see what's going to happen. So parents drop her off at the airport, right? Sure. And, she looks, and she looks really good. I'm like, when I travel, I wear pretty much my pajamas. She's, <laughs> she literally looks like she's about to walk the runway. I mean, good for her. She really does. And as they're driving to the airport, she's saying goodbye to her parents. She's like, I don't want to move there. Um, I don't want to live there. Well, well, see how it's it goes. like she's being deployed. It's like you do have a choice. You know, you could say no, but I guess that's what you do for love. Okay, let's talk about that because we finally meet Mahmoud. I would do anything for love, but I won't move to Egypt. Actually, yes, I will. I'll move to Egypt for two weeks and then yes. I'll come home. Yeah, we meet Mahmoud. Which I, who could call in and tell us how to say this guy's name? Mahmoud. 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 It's not Muhammad because he's got a brother. Muhammad, no, it's right? Mahmoud. 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 I'm in a mood for a melody. Um, sorry. enough with the songs. Enough Jonathan. with the singing. <laughs> he gives us this rundown. He's at the fabric store and he gives us a rundown of him and Nicole and how much he loves her. And I know she's crazy, but I love her. I have a hard time believing you love someone this much if you want to change everything about them. Like the things to love about Nicole 
are the things you're trying to change. Well, to give him a pass, I don't think he loves her. I think he's he's fascinated by her because she's beautiful and she's different, right? She stands out. She's mm-hmm. like, whoa. I think he's fascinated by her and loves her in that sense. But she needs to follow his rules. Like that's all he knows. That that's how he grew up. So I don't think he's trying to change her as a person. He's trying to change her appearance so she follows the the culture's rules. Like I, it makes sense to me. Who she has, who she is as a person is this expressive fashionista quirky person and he's saying no 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 stop all that do as i say wear what i say again it's the culture oh i'm not you cannot, blaming you him cannot for, give him a shit for this i'm that's not giving his, him that's all he knows i'm not giving him shit for for saying that or feeling that way i'm giving him shit for saying he loves someone well i think and we we learned this when he meets his two brothers because one of him one of them has a wife from China. Yes. And he was saying, oh, it was tough at the beginning. The first two years, there was a hell. We had to learn about each other and everything. But now they have a solid marriage. And I feel like maybe someone from China also had to adapt to a Muslim culture. Certainly. Right? And so Mohammed, Mahmoud saw this happening for his hands, thinking, okay, if she could adapt, then Nicole can adapt because we live in Egypt. You need to follow our culture, culture, Cultural rules. Mm-hmm. You got it. I got it. So N- Nicole is the one. I had to say it. I'm all for women empowerment. You do you. But she's moving there. She converted to Islam. She married him voluntarily. She should be following the rules. Otherwise, don't do it. Don't go. Don't marry. Break up the wedding. Break up the marriage. Go back to L.A. If he wants to come and be try to live the American way, sure. But if you're going there, you're gonna move there. You gotta obey by the rules. I I completely agree. And you can see she's already trying to negotiate these rules. She's apparently telling Mahmoud, "Oh, if I can't wear a short sleeve shirt, neither can you." And it's like uh, there there is no negotiation here. That's not the rule book, right? Yeah. As you said, Theresa, you go, you play by the rules. Yeah. She's not ready to play by the rules. She's not willing to, she's trying to compromise and do all this and that. And it's like, no. Especially, she's not a tourist. It's not like, oh, I'm a tourist. I'm going to visit Egypt and oh, it's too high. I don't want to cover myself. Like, who cares? Like, be, let's be ignorant. No, she's going to live there. Like, you, you just have to. I feel like, otherwise, you're not going to, you're not going to stay there long term. It's just not going to work. Yes. Yes. Um, then we see, well, we already talked about them heading to the airport, right? Yeah. Um, and then we see Mahmoud and his cousin Ibrahim at the airport to pick up Nicole. Yes. Ibrahim had to drive because Mahmoud doesn't know how to drive. He does not. He knows how to drive Nicole crazy, but that's. About it. Yes. So poor Ibrahim has to just sit in the car while Mahmoud goes into the airport to wait for Nicole. It's like, let the guy go in. No. Enjoy some air conditioning. Well, he can go find the food court or something and just, Mm. you sit in the car. You keep the car running. We might have to make a quick exit if she's wearing a (laughs) tank top or something. So you, you stay here ready to go getaway vehicle. So Mahmoud goes inside, waits for Nicole. She comes out. 
Okay. Are these two actors? Because this was the... Well, I don't think they are actors because it was the worst acting. This was so strange. Like, they were both pretty normal when we saw them individually. When we saw Nicole in L.A., she was she was on another planet, but she like seemed natural and yeah. comfortable in her environment. We saw Mahmoud with his brothers on camera by himself. He seemed pretty normal. Together, it was so awkward. Hi, honey. Oh, honey, there you are. Like it was so weird. They're hunting each other. I don't like hunting people. It was the most awkward interaction that I think I've ever seen on 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. I also think that. Nicole has zero sense of humor. That's, I think she's very plain. Well, I don't, I don't, that. I don't think Mahmoud is a stand-up. No, comedian. no, but not even sense of humor. Like they see each other, and she doesn't even smile. It's kind of like, "Hello, honey. Hello, hello, honey." And Mahmoud's like, "Honey, honey, I missed you." It's like, "Uh, did you? You guys don't look happy." Well, did you see her walking with a like this weird limp? What? She was, when they, when they were walking out of the airport, she had this like weird limp. Yeah. I think she was running out of battery. Like someone needs to plug <laughs> her in. Because yeah, she was like dragging her leg behind her. It was so strange. The whole interaction oh my from gosh, the airport out was so strange. And then Mahmoud being like, um, okay, love, can you, uh, can you close your jacket now? We're, we're about to leave. And Nicole's like, that's so rude. I'm like. I'm not making judgment or passing judgment on the request. Just the way the interaction went down. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is so scripted. I honestly thought that that was a little too much because she was wearing a turtleneck. Yeah. Like, I get it. Maybe it was tight. She was showing her body. Maybe next time go with a black one or yeah, something. Mahmoud, that doesn't, that's why I'm tuning in. But I thought like she was fully covered. I actually expected Mahmoud to be happy yeah. about her appearance and her being happy about still keeping the fashion going. Yeah, but no. This Not is gonna be enough. this is gonna be very interesting. I just hope that she'll she'll be okay because oof. someone better plug her in fast. Because it's very different than Nicole. From Nicole and Azan. Nicole yeah. was just naive and she was breaking all the rules. Right? <laughs> just like she was just doing like YOLO. She's like, oh, I'm not doing that, right? right? But this Nicole is just this this is a little weird. Like a little makes very me off. a little a little uncomfortable watching very, it. Very uncomfortable. I was I was so okay with it. I was so comfortable until seeing them interact and it made my skin crawl. And I don't know why. I don't know if I feel like I was getting played or if one of them was getting played. I don't know. But I was like, something is not on the up and up right no. now. No, they're definitely not a love match. No. All right. Oh, boy. Buckle is this, up. Is this our last? No, no, we no, still no, no. have this the, is the last one I want to talk about. at but. the end. Okay. Debbie and Usama. I was worried Jennifer Coolidge wouldn't find another role after White Lotus. <laughs> I was wrong. Here we go. Perfect. Honestly... When I closed my eyes and just listened to Debbie, I was like, that's Jennifer Coolidge. It's Tanya. It's Tanya. It's Tanya from the White Lotus. <laughs> and he does It's he unbelievable. Does, he does how I was totally, totally thrown off by this couple. And I guess I didn't do my full research because I was kind of wanting to get to know them through the show. But in my head, I was like, okay, it's an older lady. She's super naive. She's just like, 
probably met this dude online. He's loving her. She's sending him money. And then he's like, okay, come and come and be with me as long as you take care of me. I just thought it's like a random villager. Like, okay. And then we learned that she's an artist. Oh, yeah. And she met him and he's an artist. Oh, yeah. And she actually yeah, went. artist. She actually went to see him and told him, "I'm too old for you. This is not gonna fly." And he's like, "No, no, no. It's about the connection." Mm-hmm. And they're still together. That's yeah. It's a love story. And that's story, what so. I thought. It's not a love story. It's we. It's wild. But <laughs> I love this story. I I found it interesting. It's it's just different than I expected. I literally expected an old naive lady who just doesn't know what to do with her money. So she's getting completely scammed by this dude. Yeah. But I don't think she's that naive because we, uh, for us, I was like, okay, we see her walking around an antique store, trying on hats, loving it. <laughs> I would do it without trying the hats on because I have yeah. a thing, but she's like living her best life. And then we see her house and she's like, I make jewelry, I paint. And I was like, oh my gosh, she's out of this world. Like, who is this lady? And she knows she's from another planet. Yes. And that's why I feel like, all right, she doesn't have, she she doesn't, she is in sync with reality. She's self-aware. She's self-aware. Thank you. Because she starts talking about her mom and apparently her mom had help mental issues mm-hmm. and she's never experienced a healthy relationship or like healthy relationship example in her life and so she was married twice first marriage only last lasted for four years but she has a son julian all right julian who we're gonna meet we sure will and had a second husband she met quickly after 23 years of marriage which is solid they have a daughter sandy yes but uh-oh Husband started traveling <laughs> a, little, to be true. a little too much. So she found a private eye. Yeah. And she found out he has a mistress in a different country. This is too good. I was like, what? And so it's been 12 years. She kind of was sworn of man. Mm-hmm. She's like, fuck it. I'm just going to make jewelry from these semi-cured stones. And I'm just going to paint. Yep. Until she met Usama. An artist and poet from Morocco. And I honestly, I was just like, my, my jaw was on the floor. I was like, this is wild. I love it because it's so unexpected to me. The storyline is not what I expected. And the way they met was such a, such a nice meet cute story. They met on social media and not the way so many of these mm-hmm. couples made. No, no sliding into the DMs, no smashing the like button on a bikini picture. Osama just commented on Debbie's artwork. Because they're artists. Because they're artists and he became very complimentary. And, and once in a while he'd message her. And as she says, he was like a tree who took root in my heart. Mm, Debbie is a little poet too. She's a little bit of a poet. But best thing was that when Debbie was telling us the story and then she's like, well, then I went to see him in Morocco and I realized how young he was. <laughs> He's 24 years old. And I was like, That's how she talks. I'm just, lo- I'm just loving you, Debbie. Brag. I'm just loving you, Debbie or Tanya, whatever your yeah. name is, right? But apparently she told him, I'm too old for you. Like, what are you, what are you doing? But Osama is all about the connection, mm-hmm. not about the age. And so long story short, it's been three years. They're still together. And Osama was, you know what? 
Why don't you pack up your bags and move to Morocco to be my wife? We're not getting any younger, Debbie. We are sure Get that not. ass over here and let's make an honest woman out of you. And he definitely has some other intentions because, let's be honest, she's 67, he's 24, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you fell madly in love, like, that is an expiration date. She's, and it's very close. 20 good years on her, probably. Well, if we're being positive, sure. Yeah, I'm being positive yeah. about her. Yeah. So. Right, so he'll be, what, 40, late 40s? How old is he? Yeah, no, yeah. no. Yes. Mid forties. Yes. Yes. So very, very young. Anyways, we get to meet Julian. Nice guy. The son and the police officer. Yeah. Not Osama's biggest fan. No, because he's being skeptical. And this is what I thought that, okay, maybe Debbie is really self-aware and all she's thinking about is like, you know what? I'm 67, heartbroken. It's been 12 years. I didn't want to meet anyone. Let me just enjoy what I can enjoy, what I have left. Let me just be happy because... Julian's like, oh, he's scamming you. He wants your money. And she's like, I never send him money. Mm-hmm. Right? And which that surprised me, actually. Well, I thought, if she's telling the truth, Teresa. True. But I thought that's what it was about. However, I think they will probably have a mutual, mutual, not mutual, what's, what's the word? They will have a relationship where she's going to be the sole provider, I guess. Well, she be a sugar mama. Because I think Osama, because he's an artist and a poet, he's trying to make it. Maybe he's not really making that big cash yet, so he needs a, a muse that can support him. Oh. I think Debbie is going to be the muse with a bank account back <laughs> in America who's going to support his career for a little bit and then see how that goes. I, I just loved the entire time Debbie just sitting there while Julian was questioning everything. She's just fanning herself. Yeah. Like, ain't nobody got time for this. I'm not worried, Julian. And she's like, I'm just going to pack some of my rocks and some of my jewelry. So I'll be good. I almost feel like she can actually do keep doing this in Morocco and make sure. some money. Like, she's not going to be, that's not going to be that crazy for her. She's not bad. We, we should say that. Her artwork's not half bad. No. And she's from Georgia. So it's hot in Georgia. It's hot in Morocco. She'll, she'll know fan. that. Bring your fan for sure. Yeah. Very, cu- very curious to see. Osama Obviously, right I don't think it's going to work. Let's just be honest. But I'm very curious to see the interactions. Very curious to see the interactions. And also very curious to see what Julian's going to do. Because he says, before you get married, I'm going to find out what's going on. Because and I he's, think, he's not doing this for love. Well, I think he can because he's a cop. So I'm sure he has he has a better search engines than we do. Uh, sure. But also, like the Interpol? No. International police? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Debbie's hired a PI before. Like She could do it again to sniff around old Osama yeah. over here, but she's using her, her best judgment and she thinks there's nothing to worry about. Yeah. I mean, you do your girlfriend. You do your girlfriend. And are we ready for the last but not least? Let's do it. Let's talk about Danielle and Johan. Drinking some cerveza. Is this how you pronounce it? Cerveza. cerveza? Yeah. yeah. Danielle wants to talk shop, wants to talk uh, butcher shop. She's got a lot of concerns about Johan's business model. Yeah. And so she kind of apologizes to him saying, well, I was too mean to you. However, when are you going to be ready to close it? And I'm like, he's just, he just started. And then she explained it. And I kind of was like, okay, I see where you're going. She's basically saying, well, how long is it going to take you to see if you are profitable or not? And if you're not, are you going to close it down because that would be losing money? Profitable. What did I say? I think you said preferable. <laughs> I said profitable. Oh, 
You Prof- did that time. Profitable. Yeah. You say it. Profitable. Profitable. Yeah. Oh, I like singing it a little. Profitable. Yeah, no, that's beautiful. Um, here's my my stance on this. Danielle, you're the one who wants to stay in the Dominican Republic. So you should do everything in your power to make this butcher shop a success. Don't just naysay it and say you should put an end to it and come on, what are you thinking? There's flies on the meat. Get in there with a fly swatter and make this thing a success. Well, absolutely, but I don't think that's the business she wants to be in or she wants to She doesn't want to be in any business. In her in her dream, she sits on the beach with a pina colada or a True. cerveza. I mean, we do. All, we all do. And Johan mans the meat back at the butcher shop. So set this guy up for success and, and let him bring home the bacon. Uh, <laughs> Leave the bacon. No, sell the bacon and then bring home the money. I almost feel like she should be happy about this. Happy, happier than him working as a personal trainer at a resort with yeah. all these sexy foreigners. Like, yeah. oh, that's how you met. Exactly. So. I her logic, just, her logic doesn't. Oh, she's out of control. Make much sense. But Johan said, well, let's see, maybe nine months, nine months and see if I can make any money. He does need some business model. He cannot just be buying meat and selling it and hoping that he'll have some money. Like that's, no, that's not, not how the real life works. Of course not. A little bit of support from your significant other. She showed him how to how to work on Excel. <laughs> this program we have in America is called Excel spreadsheets. Yeah, just bobbity boop, beepity bop, and your business is failing. Yeah, they. Yeah, pfft. let's see. Well, no matter what it is, if they're gonna have a business with me or not, she wants to have the perfect apartment. The perfect. The perfect. Yeah. The perfect apartment that half of America doesn't have. Dishwasher. Half, half, Teresa? Um, let me look at what she needs. 98% of America doesn't have this. Yes, because she's like, definitely a dishwasher, washer, dryer, two bedrooms, two bathrooms, parking, pool, and a, and a terrace. I don't, I don't think I need that much. Did you have that <laughs> in New York City, Daniel? Did you have that in New York City where you were paying... $4,000. Twice? What they're yeah. asking for for this place. So they, they go to this apartment, which is very nice. Yeah. Chef's kitchen, air conditioning in the bedrooms, nice bathrooms, a pool, 2000 a month. So right there, slashed your slashed your rent in half, Danielle. Huh? Not bad. I mean, if, she, if they're making, let's say, more than a half of that. So if they're making like 5K, sure. Who, who's making 5K? The two of them. If She's paying 4000 right now. Yes, but she's not going to have her jobs. She'll make her pension. And if she stayed for a year longer, she'd make like 15000 more a year. She's an idiot. Um, but I think that's somewhat reasonable. She's not. Is she going to make half of her salary now on pension? I would. I don't know how pensions work, but. Yeah, I don't know either. So I feel like you make it half, right? Well, 2K is quite a bit of money, especially if you're a significant other can only. Oh, uh, add $90 a month to that. Actually, I'm going to take Johan's side on this one because Danielle's the one who wants this fancy-ass apartment. You pay for it then. Johan, I'm sure, would be fine with the studio apartment with one of Debbie's fans to keep him cool. Doesn't need air conditioning. Yeah, but so, that's not what Danielle wants. But if that's what you want, then you pay for it. Well, I think they should just find something a little cheaper so she doesn't complain that she pays for everything. And it is quite expensive. 
So maybe find something that's a thousand bucks. It has some of the things you want, maybe not right. all of them. And then let him work up his business or whatever he does. So eventually he can contribute more. But if he can do 90 now, that's all he can do. Well, take it and don't be a biatch because she's like, well, it seems like well, I'm going to be paying for everything. Are you going to do like housework or like uh, you got to be, you got to be my wife. Uh, and it was so disrespectful. Uh, so disrespectful. Like she's turning into a hoe. She's got no redeeming qualities. No. Except that you can like spin her around. She's like, I work from home. And so after I work all day, like I don't want to do anything. But how about you after working all day coming home? I'm paying. So you better keep working. <laughs> so you're going to be the wife. And I'm like, oh, Danielle. He's working too, though. Yeah. I mean, I think you He's both should. He's a small should... business owner, a very small <laughs> business owner. You both should He's take a tall care business of the house. Owner. You should split it 50 50. You guys are both working. I don't know what she's going to do. She's going to teach yoga online. That's why she, she, she needs the second He's going to be fighting off the flies, selling the meats. <laughs> this job's way harder. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I But they're going to look at the other apartments. Hopefully, we can see next time because. I'm I'm intrigued to see. I'm invested. I like the I like the house hunting. I always like to see what you can get for your money. Yeah, for sure. I'm intrigued. So that is this it? That's the emphasis. I'm, I'm not you. done talking. I I'm just on the roll. Well, I keep just talking to you afterwards. We'll talk more on the Patreon. Oh, Pat yeah. Patreon.com slash married to reality for that Darcy and Stace talk. Yeah. We love love and we love talking about those sisters. We love the sisters. We love the sisters. Patreon.com slash married to reality for all that and more. Also, we got the collab coming up with Constant Reality Check. We'll be talking about Perfect Match. Yes. Check that show out on Netflix if you haven't. If you need another trash show to add to your diet. Absolutely. It's a good one to watch. Uh, follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. Some memes over there, some news over there. Message us, share your thoughts. Let us know where you can buy a couple of boob pillows. Yeah, don't. If you got some, <laughs> if you got tips on nips, send them our way. Oh, like a penis pillow. I'll take that. You're just trying to make me mad, Teresa. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's two. There's two boobs. It's one for each of our heads. They're what are you gonna? Oh, two one balls. penis, two balls. Well, if you got message us, if you want to be the third, <laughs> I guess we got an opening. I wanted the balls. Um, so Patreon, Instagram. If you haven't left a review, please do. We love the love, and we, and we love the review that Liza Noel. Yes, sent. thank you, Liza Noel. So thank you, Liza Noel. Um. And last but not least, if you're not following the podcast, it's so easy to do. You just look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's Lies in the Wells review hot. So hot. <laughs> all right. That's it. Where does the time go? Ugh, said that it episode, all. That episode. Said you it said all. It? You did? Said it all. You said you weren't done saying it all. But I'll keep talking to you afterwards. I all said right. it all for our friends. All right. You've said no it all. No one wants to hear me blobbling around. No, that's what we do for an hour every mm. week. So, all right. We've said it all. You've said it all. I've said it all. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.